listening to Girls We Know on Family FM, recording inside Canal Street Radio. Welcome, welcome. Another episode. Another episode. Episode 11 now. Yeah. So we have have here the lovely Maya Shaw. Hello. She is founder of Shop Shaw. So Maya, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and introduce who you are? Can do. I'm Maya. Um, I live in Bed-Stuy. I'm the founder of Shop Shaw or Shaw or Shaw Brooklyn. I have lots of different names. Still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Which, which type of Shaw it is. <laughs> um, and basically, Shaw is an online smoke shop. And I feature women artists, LGBTQ plus artists um, who make really incredible shit. Yeah. Um, everything's handmade. A proceed or a portion of proceeds go back to organizations that are working to end the war on drugs. That's awesome. Just because that shit needs to happen. Right. Yeah. And I'm just having fun. Just yeah. a fun little shop where people can get quirky little smoking accessories that don't look like weird bombs. Yeah. yeah. Or something yeah. that you just find off like Aster Street. Like yeah. off Aster Street. The bodega yeah. pipes. <laughs> which I mean have done me well but I'm also like I'm grown. I can do right. better than that now so let's yeah. do yeah, have a little bit like nicer looking one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Coffee table on. status. You got it. So <laughs> that's it. That's the yeah. shop. And yeah, originally from Richmond, Virginia. So I'm a Southern gal living okay. in Brooklyn. And I've been in Brooklyn for four years now. So still brand new. Okay. Um, or it feels like it. Yeah. I don't four know if years. that even. Yeah, four years. That's a long time. Yeah. You yeah. like a New Yorker now. Oh, yeah. really? People say like <laughs> She's the a 10 New years. Yorker, so she, she gives the official stamp. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm like at this point, because I feel like you could pick up like the New York habits so quickly. Oh like, my God, not, yeah. You know? Walking fast. Yeah, right. All the Same. terminology, yep. slang. Absolutely going, you're. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, that mind you. It was like the first thing I said. <laughs> so, yeah. I know. So, um, you moved here from Virginia. Um, and you moved to Brooklyn yep. right away? Okay. Moved and what just like made you come out here and move to Brooklyn? Oh, man. I went to school for fashion design. Okay. Mm. So after school, I was like, I got to go to New York because duh. Mm-hmm. And I lived in New York for about a su- It was literally a summer. Not even. I can't even say I lived in New York um, to do an internship up here. And I just fell in love. Like I was like, this is the place I need to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after school, I just went back home, saved up, moved to New York. I lived in the worst apartment. I feel like no one moves to New York and uh-huh. instantly has like the flawless living situation. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, So I was in Kingsington, so like Kingsington. super low Brooklyn, yeah. almost Coney Island, oh, okay, closer to yeah. Coney Island. I don't know that it was part. Deep out. It, it was deep, Ooh. and like some of the neighborhood was beautiful. The part that I was in was, whew, it was rough around the edges, but we did it. Yeah. Um, and then ultimately moved to Bed Stuy. Like okay. I think I was visiting a friend in Bed Stuy, and I was like. This is where I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. It was so beautiful. I was like, look at all these black families. Mm -hmm. Everybody's living their life. Um, That's such a beautiful community. Yeah, it is. And Mm -hmm. so many small businesses. So it was really inspiring to like be in a neighborhood that felt like 
we're doing our own thing. Yeah. And we're, in the, we're a collective. It's yeah. definitely coming up, too. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really coming up. So many shops, like Sincerely Tommy and all oh, these yes. cool yeah, so restaurants. Cute. Yeah. I was just at yesterday in Bed-Stuy. What was it called? Um, it's off DeKalb. It's a black-owned restaurant. My, I had went to a bridal shower. Mm-hmm. Something Tavern. I forget. I'll find the name, but it's yeah. so cute. We and the food is so good. Mm. Yeah, they oh, catered you have it. To find oh, it. It's so good. We had like um, the grits. I was, I think, Yum. I don't know how many pounds I'm gonna gain, but oh. <laughs> I I couldn't stop eating. It was so good. And then they had fish, and um, what else? Like just salad. Ugh, everything about it was so everything good. Everything was yeah. Good. I'm gonna like, find it. And I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, I'm like, Thank I'm you. Not, like yeah. I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna find it. Something Even tavern. Now. I know it was something tavern. I'm like, I'm not a big grits person. No. I, re- I like sweet grits, if anything. But okay. Everybody's like, no, you gotta eat. Like, I love like cheesy salt. grits. Yes. Cheesy. I don't know. I don't cheesy like it for some reason. Mm-hmm. That was uh, bomb.com. So <laughs> 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 okay, so what made you like start um, Shop Shaw? I started the shop. I literally, I mean, I've been smoking weed for a while. Mm-hmm. And moving to New York kind of sparked that up again mainly because of like the daily anxiety that I was dealing with just Mm -hmm. hopping on the train and going to work and being around so many people so many energies I was like how do I handle this it's like well what did I do in college when I was stressed out I would smoke a J so let's revisit that get back to basics Mm -hmm. so I started smoking again a couple years ago And I just hated everything that was out there. I couldn't find the right piece for me or things were too expensive. And I was at work literally mopping the floor at work. And I was like, I'm going to start a smoke shop and it's going to be curated and beautiful and whatever. And another coworker of mine was like, yeah, just do it. And I was like, no, but like in five years or so. And he was like you could just do it now. Yeah. Right. And I was like, like you could wait? figure it out. Right. Why wait? Uh-huh. Like, there's nothing holding you back. Just do it now. And I was like, you know what? You're right. So I did. Um, I got the funding from doing a fundraiser of T-shirts. Like, I designed a T-shirt that just had the logo on the front, logo on the back, and mm-hmm. did a fundraiser. And my friends all bought them. Strangers bought them. People who wanted to be a part of the shop bought them. Uh-huh. And I raised enough money to buy everything that I needed for the store. Nice. And that's it. That's how it got popping. Yeah. But basically it stemmed out of not seeing what I wanted mm-hmm. and building it. Yeah. Just being like, this isn't the vibe. Let's right. actually make the vibe. We can create it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And how long ago was that again? It's going to be a year. A year. Okay. In May. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So next oh my month. God. Happy anniversary. Thank you. <laughs> my little baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. It's pretty. It's yeah. pretty crazy. I mean, it's a really beautifully curated site. Oh, and you. the Instagram, too, is really cool. Oh, yeah. You. I don't even remember how I came across, a, across it. I think I must have followed somebody that I think, you know, it was just like recommended, you know, oh. followers. Oh, yeah. The and little drop down. Yeah, the little mm-hmm. drop down. And that's kind of how I followed it. Oh, that's yeah. so awesome. I know. I'm always curious as to how people Lizzie find it. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like you all follow my personal account, too, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm like, uh-huh. uh-oh. <laughs> Whenever people find my personal account, I'm like, oh, get ready. I'm like, I'm sorry, y'all. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw you like also. 
you know what? I think it was like on an article or <gasps> something or like a post, some kind of post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, and I'm like, well, I didn't have your personal at the time and mm-hmm. it didn't have. You found it yeah, and I'm like, I was like looking. Because <laughs> like, I'm like, I got to get her on the blog or I got to get her on the podcast. But <laughs> then I found it. And, I was and like, all it is is cowboy memes and <laughs> charcuterie. <Yeah>. And <laughs> that's it. Sometimes a wig, all of that. <laughs> that's so funny. Do you ever get um, like backlash from being mm. like so out there with it? You know, shockingly not. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, my family is so chill okay. and so supportive. That's good. My parents are ex potheads. They are super. I would call them like corporate hippies. Uh-huh. Like they were hippies and then they were like, we actually need to get our lives together. Yeah. And now they're retiring. So they're starting to become hippies again. And I just always grew up in a household where it was really open yeah. about it. Like we never really talked about it. They never educated me mm-hmm. on weed, but they definitely knew that I was smoking weed because because they, every parent knows. Yeah, right? every yeah. parent knows. You think they don't know, but they know. Yeah. Um, and I remember, I remember when I first told my grandma, and she was like, "Well, when you make your first million, just like save a little bit for me." So no one was ever like, "That's this so is dope." Bad. Yeah. So I feel really blessed in that sense that mm-hmm. I was able to just explore this path in my own authentic way with the support that I have. Yeah. Um, And even at my job, I work for Lululemon and everyone's so supportive. And I remember being afraid to like come out. We they call it coming out the the cannabis closet, uh-huh. coming out the green closet. Yeah. And I remember being so scared. And now it's like I'm the person my coworkers go to to be like, where can I get edibles? Where whose CBD should I buy? And mm-hmm. it's become a normal conversation at work to be like, this is just how we deal with stress, and yeah. we see this plant as a medicine mm-hmm. and not as. Oh well, illegal or bad. Yeah, or totally. Like, yeah, or, or she's a, gateway, a pothead. Gateway so drug. Gateway <laughs> drug. Right. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, and no one. And I mean, I have an in- insane work ethic, so I think that that also helps to destigmatize the whole mm-hmm. pothead vibe, where people right. are like, "Well, Maya obviously smokes weed all day, every day. Not at work, but <laughs> on her days off, all day, every not day. Not at work. Not guys. at work. Not at work." <laughs> totally sober at work but it's like if she's obviously a pothead and she's doing the shit that she's yeah. doing then it's fine it's fine right, right. yeah because it's totally so stigmatized. i feel like people take like the bad mm-hmm. and like they kind of like heighten it and they yeah. make it like that's that's like all you know anybody that smokes weed that's what they do that's totally. all they are. i'm like that's not necessarily the case not that's the why case. i was so curious it's like how do you like do you ever get like backlash from that no i haven't experienced it um and i mean of course there's stories of other yeah. people in the industry who totally have mm-hmm. um, and I just listen to those stories and I'm like whoa I am so lucky yeah um, and I think I also have a really good way of enrolling people uh-huh. <laughs> so being like no it's fine it's fine so people are down with it yeah but yeah no backlash at least not yet where That's I have bad. received backlash is I remember when I first started the concept of the store and saying like this is for women Mm. Um, and I did have a few dudes come to me being like it's a bong or it's pipes like it doesn't matter who it's for and I'm like oh man You do not know, right? right. You do not understand. Yeah, they, they don't get it. They don't get it. And it's like, I what know. I mean is the imagery. Like, how are we yeah. photographing 
you know, are we over-sexualizing the woman in the photo right. for the male consumer? Like, mm-hmm. no, we're sick of seeing that shit. We want to yeah. see something that is for us, by us. Exactly. So. And, like, women out here smoke pipes, too. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah, because I'm like, well, usually when you see it's, like, a woman, it's, like, the worst picture that you could the find. Worst. Like, it's not even it's a beautiful picture. Yeah. yeah. She's, like, in a bikini. And as right. long as she's cool with being, yeah. she's, like, if that's her thing, she loves smoking. She's, like, uh, doing bong rips in her bikini. Fuck yeah, do it. Yeah. But if it's there for the male gaze, right, right. It's like, that's not cool. Don't do that. I know. It Absolutely. reminds me almost remember that movie Spring Breakers? Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> they were all on their bikinis smoking weed. With the, <laughs> with with the, the ski mask <laughs> yes. and everything and guns. Yeah. I'm and like, it's like yeah. hot girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I mean, yes, I'm a hot girl, yeah. but also the reality of it is I have a, a charcoal face mask on <laughs> right. and I'm eating Pringles <laughs> right. on my couch. <laughs> In my underwear. Yeah. yeah. In my panties, <laughs> chilling. Like, that's the reality of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, like, so you started smoking weed when you were in high school? High school. About? Yeah. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of stopped for a bit, or you just, you know, always just a weed smoker? Took a little bit of a break. So in okay. high school, of course, it's just like smoking weed was just the thing you do at a party, a bonfire or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. someone has the Arizona can that they're passing around and that's what you're smoking out of or the apple. Yeah. And so in college, I started smoking as a way to chill yeah. from the stress of college um, and also to tap into creativity. Mm-hmm. Like as a fashion design student, mm-hmm. it was just a way for me to be like, okay, cool, we're gonna go out, we're gonna smoke this day, I'm gonna come back and do my sketches or I'm gonna hop into the studio um, as a way for me to tap into that. Yeah. And then after school, I just stopped smoking because I moved back home and I was trying to figure out what I was doing mm-hmm. and like, okay, let's save this money and weed's expensive back home in Richmond because it's also shit weed. So it's like, yeah. I don't want to buy that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you buy what you can get. And you buy what you can get. Exactly. So moving back to New York, I was like, there's weed everywhere <laughs> and Literally. it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So hop back into it. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, the time I took off was maybe... A summer, so okay. it wasn't oh, that long. Yeah. 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 So you, you just so a you little pro, break. Pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a little baby break. So, <laughs> so um, tell us about maybe like your funniest like weed story, like when oh, you first man. started smoking weed. Woo. I could tell you about my funniest one. Oh my gosh, I want to hear it. It was. It's, I I completely smoked myself out. <gasps> what happened? So I was smoking, <laughs> and I was I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I was in high school. It was the first time I was with my girlfriends. We bought it from like one of our friends um and we were at we were at her house and i had to go back home like not even like long after i was there because my parents were like come home right now Uh you know (laughs) and we were smoking like it was the first time we've all ever smoked weed and everyone kind of just had like little baby little baby puffs Mm -hmm. and then i completely just smoked myself out where i passed out (laughs) oh no (laughs) (laughs) like my like like my yeah like my my image like my eyesight just like kind of just shot and i passed out pass out oh my god (laughs) so bad you're like yay first time (laughs) now i know now i know my vibe was kind of or my first time was kind of the same way where i was at a lacrosse party Uh and well wait no 
this isn't my first time smoking weed. My first time smoking weed was literally at a bonfire with like a high school classmate. And eh, the high was fine. Like in high school, my highs were always straight. Like I was like, oh, I love smoking weed. Like I feel so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my first like scary story, like bad trip, college, freshman year, it was maybe like a week in and I was at a lacrosse party. And I mean, got way too high and I don't I still to this day don't understand why uh-huh. or how it happened or what the weed was or whatever yeah but I just had we like went into the basement of the party and all of a sudden everything just looked like static and I was oh, like uh oh and then everything started getting wavy like literally my body felt wavy and uh-huh. I was like oh I don't feel good <laughs> like uh oh I would um, start crying yeah well it, <laughs> it, it was rough it was pretty bad and my friends didn't know what to do because they were just kind of like you're fine I was like uh-huh. no I'm not I'm not okay so then we leave the party and I start freaking out I'm just like screaming I'm like help me I'm dying oh and everyone's God. like no you're not so they like run away to go get help but they leave me literally outside oh, I know on this like grass area and I fall asleep so I passed out too uh-huh. and I wake up because a dog is licking my face <laughs> And I wake up and I'm just freaking out because I'm like, where am I? And I run, I knock on a stranger's door uh-huh. and I'm like, call 911. I took drugs at a party. They don't feel good. <laughs> and an ambulance comes and granted, I'm like not far from the party. Uh-huh. Like it's a block down. Yeah. So everyone's coming to the ambulance truck. They're just like, is Maya in there? Is she okay? Oh, I'm like, my I'm God. like oh, yes, it's me. I'm fine. <laughs> and like, no, I'm not. I'm freaking out. My parents come down to where I went to school which is in Arlington Uh, Virginia okay so it's not far from Richmond but they come down and they're just like what happened I'm like I smoked weird weed and they're like that's what we came here for that sounds like my mom are you kidding me right now are you kidding me so then my whole family for like a year called me spaghetti legs spaghetti spaghetti legs and it's so good that they have a sense of humor about it oh Oh, no my mom would have scolded me my mom would have been like you're on drugs yeah like we're taking you out you're going to rehab she's an addict yeah <laughs> you're like no call, calling all my aunts like she's an i have a drug addict as right. a daughter like no my parents are not okay with drugs it'll or, just yeah. tumbleweed down yeah but yeah it got around school that it happened and of course rumors went around that like i called the police oh and like said that they were doing stuff and uh, the stories were going around like my group of friends too so people would be like oh shit was that you and I'm like yes it was me and none of that's true and gosh darn like no <laughs> like, don't start rumors like yeah, that like I was just a little paranoid I was just a little freaked out <laughs> but it's it I'm was like well fun. y'all left me yeah true that yeah, yeah, we definitely, I was like, first of all. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's bring just, it back. You left me <laughs> randomly in the street. Anything could have happened. Yeah. But luckily I was fine. And yeah. the rumors, I mean, I'm really good at taking that type of shit. I feel like if uh-huh. it wasn't me or someone else, they would be like, my life is over. But yeah. I was just like, I'm not yeah, good at them. Yeah, was like funny. You know, I was like, yeah. that happened. I would have been embarrassed, but I was like, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I think high. I have to leave school now. <laughs> <laughs> Transfer. <laughs> I think I gotta go now. Because, gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't know me. No new person. <laughs> Different. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my first time getting yeah. like not happy high. Okay. So now every high after that 
I know what the worst can be. Uh-huh. So I'm always just like, oh, we straight. Yeah. 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 You know I've how to handle it. I've experienced the worst. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I would I was not as paranoid as that, but I definitely <laughs> was paranoid. Like it, it can get bad. Yeah. And I'm I always sure. try to tell that to people. I'm like when you have the terrible high, uh-huh. just go through it cuz you are not going to die. You right. will be fine and know that it can't get any worse from then on. Mm-hmm. So right. like what you experienced didn't feel good. Yeah. Don't let that stop you completely from like exploring weed. Like keep trying mm-hmm. it and figuring out what works for you. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I know it's scary when yeah. you have a bad trip. But I've never had a bad trip. <laughs> thank oh, God. thank I'm goodness! Just, I mean, I've only tried it twice. Oh, okay. Like I'm the first, the first time I smoked that I did, I hated it. Like I just, oh no, it just made me so tired. My body mm. felt like very drained. I was like, yeah, that's not it. And then. Uh, my best friend, she was going to Morgan State, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It was just like we just decided to make weed brownies. Oh, I don't know man. like how you're really supposed to make them, but I know the way that we made them. Like we literally just threw the weed in the batch and baked it. Uh oh. <laughs> but I don't know how. I like, mean, that's one way to do it. <laughs> and like we didn't know, like I didn't know that with like weed brownies, you're supposed to like take like a small. We ate yeah, the whole batch. Are... We ate the whole batch, and then we had like leftover week. Is like it, the thing with that is it takes so long to hit you. Like it's not the it's not a, the same high. Exactly. And we literally we had leftover weed that we put in the hookah and started smoking it from the hookah because the weed brownies were taking so long to Uh-oh. hit. Oh, y'all were like those memes of like this when edible ain't shit. <laughs> when it hit, oh my god, best time of my life. <gasps> Amazing. But like, but it was just like. Like, we were hysterically laughing for like what felt like a week. Oh, not a week. <laughs> like I remember we we were we were high for so like I, I was high for like another day. Oh, mm-hmm. that yeah. high lasted so long. And yeah, I remember like, I went sometimes. to I tried to go to bed and I'm like I can't feel the bed I'm floating. <laughs> <laughs> That's so for funny. two days. And then like we woke up high, like we went to IHOP and we're like hysterically laughing. I'm like I promise we're not laughing at you right now. I just can't stop laughing. Oh my god, Angie, I did not know this. Like it was. <laughs> and then I remember amazing. so because I I used to go to Maryland just to like visit my friend and I was mm-hmm. supposed to come home that Sunday but I just could not drive. So I had to stay like an extra day because I was like, yo, if I fucking go home, my mom is going to fuck me up. I I honestly, (laughs) I was like, the way I'm laughing, I may not even make it home. (laughs) So I like just had, but it was like the best time. Like I would totally do it again. Amazing. I don't know about smoking, I guess, because I just didn't love the experience that I had with smoking it. Yeah. I would do e-brownies again, though. But also it's probably like what strain, like whatever strain you smoked the first time, it probably was a different strain from what you had in the edible from what i remember it was sour that i smoked okay yeah sour is tough and i oh god i felt like i just felt like i wasted i felt like my life was like going away like i was like <laughs> like help me oh my god yeah sour especially like sour diesel oh my god yeah and and it's such a Honestly, sour diesel gives me crazy anxiety because it's such a high sativa that I'm just like, which is the high energy strain. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, and then the hunger. Oh my god. Oh, out of control. I thought like I hadn't eaten in like months. Yeah. <laughs> like I was not. I didn't like that at all. Mm-mm. And then like with the weed brownies, from what I remember, I think it was called exotic. Okay. Hmm. 
I think. I could Maybe. totally be making that shit up. I mean, but, but like, there's I, also so many names. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it could be anything. But I do remember the first time it was sour, and I was just like, yeah, I don't like this feeling at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, I literally feel like I just, I wasted a day. Mm-hmm. Well, now you nothing. know. Yeah, at least you know. Yeah. 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 Like, what is that? Okay, no. no. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Always ask. But what's crazy is that people don't even know what they're smoking. Oh, right. yeah, that's and crazy. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to know the strain. I want to know the name of it. I want to know where it was grown. Is it organic? Do, are you? Does the farm use pesticides? Is mm-hmm. it homegrown? Like, what is it? Because yeah. anything I'm putting in my body, especially yeah. now that it's become Coming something seen as more medicinal, mm-hmm. it's like I want to make sure yeah. that it's good right. and it's not just some bullshit. Yeah, so important. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I'd never thought like all those questions that you just asked. I wouldn't even think to ask. I don't no, think a lot of yeah. people think to ask. No. Yeah, and I'm not like a regular smoker. Like mm-hmm. I just occasionally smoke with friends, but, but yeah, I don't think it's something that people normally uh, like. I'd especially just if they're the name. especially if they're with a group of people, maybe at a party or whatever. Right. It's just they're like, like I'll just yeah. take it. You know, yeah, you're just smoking, but it's like, no, tell me a little bit about it. Like, what is it? It's like, I like to think of smoking weed like a wine tasting or like with wine. Like, when you go out to get a glass of wine, you're like, okay, what is it? It even says on the little menu, it'll say, like, where it's from. Is it from Napa Valley or Mm -hmm. you know, like, whatever, what grape it is. It's like, I want to know that stuff because that's how I enjoy weed, is I enjoy it like I would enjoy a good glass of wine or even together. True, yeah, (laughs) that's a nice pair. how it is in Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I never, I didn't, I went to Amsterdam twice. I didn't smoke when I was out there, but when you go into the cafes, like, that's literally how they break it down, because mm-hmm. they give you, like, a menu, and you're, so like, able nice. to, like, cho- like choose. But I was, like, I don't know what any of that means. Right. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, like, okay. You're, like, hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, uh, let me this just close my eyes and pick. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with that one. That right. one right there. Yeah. And it's probably, like, the highest one, and I'm just, like, yeah, I'll take that. That sounds <laughs> good. But, yeah, there's so, there's so many things to take in that yeah. like now it's really magical that the legalization that happened in California that's happening all over the country mm-hmm. people are starting to ask more questions like what's the CBD to THC ratio which there's so much science behind it that I literally do not understand I'm yeah. learning something every single day about mm-hmm. this plant and it just blows my mind that right. there's always something new and there's so many different feelings so like the sour diesel you didn't feel great and it's probably because it had some crazy THC to CBD ratio that your body was just like I can't handle yeah and the person next to you is probably like oh I'm mad chill right now because of what their body can handle like Mm -hmm. it's there's so much the chemistry of the plant versus the chemistry of your body it's pretty it's pretty cool yeah it's really a science yeah Mm -hmm. it really is it's like really a science and there's so much to learn too I mean which I definitely don't know a lot about oh yeah yeah there's it's insane and then uh, I can't even get into it I I pronounce everything wrong I'm like the cannabis system but there's people out there like there's so many great Instagram accounts Um, like Mary the people I think of are Mary from Canaclusive oh I love Canaclusive they have a good account they're incredible and it's because there's a blend of the science the politics and also the fun like you can do all three it's cool to do all three we need to know more about this plant um so it's so rad to have so many people who do know to constantly educate you right so that you can ask the right questions exactly 
Um, why don't you explain to us maybe a little bit about like the difference between CBD and THC? Because now like yeah. you can find CBD literally yeah. in any store, oh, any shop you go there. to in New York. Totally. Like, from bodegas to like a retail shop. Yeah. It's just crazy where you can find it's it. It's taken over. Mm-hmm. Um, CBD is such an interesting thing to me because it really is such a necessary medicine cabinet find. Like, I feel like every household should have a bottle of really incredible, um, really potent CBD. Just because from my experience of using it, I it's flawless. I use it on my skin. I use it mm. actually like taking a tincture. And she has great skin, by the way. Oh, thanks, y'all. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, and it's really just an incredible ingredient. And the, so the fact that it's become this trend is so frustrating because mm-hmm. it's like, we had something good. <laughs> like, yeah. don't yeah. overdo it and ruin it and be, make it become this buzzword yeah. that... Um, just taints the whole situation but anyways so cbd and thc are a part of the same plant so cannabis Mm -hmm. um thc is going to be the um the psychoactive component of cannabis so it's going to be the piece that gets you mentally high slash body high Mm -hmm. where cbd is more so of the body high it has so many other health benefits that i cannot even tell you like crazy amounts of benefits um and i think the best way to like get people on board of the medicinal benefits behind cbd is to watch videos of children who have epilepsy take Mm. a the the amount the milligrams of cbd that they're taking is pretty high it's definitely not the like bottles that you could get at your like concept store or wherever you're getting your cbd from Mm -hmm. but to see the change like literally they could be having a seizure take some cbd and they're chilled out immediately and you're just kind of like holy shit this is incredible Mm -hmm. so that's the vibe with cbd and thc together they're incredible so when you get a strain that has like a really good ratio of cbd and thc Mm -hmm. you're just going to be floating you're going to have the perfect balance of head high and body high yeah you feel equaled out but Ultimately, when you have one, you kind of have the other. So a lot of CBD oil has just the tiniest little bit of THC in it just because it's bound to happen. Yeah. But, yeah, CBD. I mean, it really is incredible. CBD, hemp oil. Last summer, I was suffering from some really bad eczema. And a friend of mine had made a huge batch of hemp oil. And it completely cleared it up. And I mean, I went to the dermatologist. She couldn't figure out what to give me to solve it. I was Mm -hmm. on all these steroid creams. It makes it worse. Which made it worse. I was dry and flaky. And I was like, it's summer. I'm trying to be a thotty. Like, this is (laughs) ruining my life. Like, I'm trying to be out here. And just use the hemp oil. And in about a month, completely cleared up. Wow. So... I look I'm like I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to take some notes I so, use it for cramps because I have yeah. really bad cramps and um, I use like a butter mm-hmm. and I literally just put it on goes away instantly absolutely and I got it from my mom because my mom suffers from like really bad back pain because she had surgery um, she had um, dislocated discs mm-hmm. so she had back surgery and I gave her some
from and I didn't tell her what it was because she would have been so against oh, it yeah, even totally. though even if it's just like CBD like she would have been against it she's like what does that mean yeah and then <laughs> she started googling it and she's like you're trying to get me high and I'm like <laughs> no mom and she's like well how come I'm high now and I'm like stop it <laughs> like, you're being you're dramatic only because like, you read what you're it being is being dramatic <laughs> you're being dramatic but she like loves it oh she incredible lo- yeah she loves it it really is. I use the same situation where I have a few different CBD topicals that mm-hmm. I use for cramps or like back or shoulder migraines, and it just dissolves within minutes. And people think I'm crazy when I say that, so then I'm always just that person that's like, rub this on you. Yeah. And then they're like, whoa, it actually does work. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yes, stop popping Advil. Like, stop. Yeah. Like, modern medicine is incredible. There's such, I mean, we're alive today. We don't have measles, even though there's an outbreak outbreak in Williamsburg. (laughs) It's like, please vaccinate your children. Yes. But at the same time, we don't need to be popping a bunch of crazy chemicals every single day when we could be using natural healing. Mm -hmm. Gotta find that balance. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So tell us about like some of your favorite um, products that you use. (sighs) Like, I'm like, let me go. So (laughs) many. (laughs) I'll keep it a little concise. Okay ingestibles i love tonic cbd Brittany, who's the founder of tonic is the most incredible human i am always preaching the tonic good word um she actually does own her own hemp farm upstate oh, cool. um in berkshire new york berkshire 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 berkshire, berkshire. berkshire. Yeah. i only know that because that's where i got my dog oh, oh <laughs> but she has a farm up there and she is just the most honest and she loves this plant and she it really comes from her soul mm-hmm. it's not she's not hopping on the CBD bandwagon she's yeah. like I know that this shit heals yeah. and let's like do I've this like I've been about this life right I've yeah. been about this life um, she even gives it to her dog she makes doggy oh, treats cute. and she's oh, wow. just she's incredible so anything by tonic I'm like yes uh-huh. I love it it works her topicals her ingestibles um, there's another brand called Recess. I keep looking at my LaCroix because it's a sparkling water brand. And uh. it's a CBD-infused sparkling water. But it's not heard, for yes. you. Yeah, it's not to chill you out. It's to, like, balance you, to feel focused without yeah. feeling I feel wired. Like I just started seeing Ooh, that. I'm, I'm yeah. going to try that It's one. good. It's really good. The flavor's great. I feel great when I drink it. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> so I love them. Um, another topical I love is by Ty Brooklyn, and it's a CBD muscle relieving balm. Uh huh. That sounds and good for after a workout. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Um, and her brand is Ty Brooklyn. I'm trying to think of who else. A couple of other brands who I'm kind of like, mmm. Um, Laura Jones, as much as I'm like, oh, they're just a, another luxury CBD company that's actually not even doing shit for the industry, yeah. but it's just pumping, just making money off yeah. of this concept, their stuff works. Yeah. Like, it's good. They have, like, these little gummies in this lotion that's really incredible. And that's it for, like, CBD. Uh-huh. When it comes to THC stuff, I haven't really tapped too much into it, but there's a brand called... Um, oh, I need to actually, I need to look it up because I want to make sure that I'm pronouncing it right. I think it's Kiss Kiss Canoe. Kiss Canoe. Bear with me. Yeah, of course. Um, but that, yeah, I mean, there's so many products. Kiss Canoe. I've like never tried anything. Yeah. Kiss Canoe is this incredible 
brand. They have a CBD pre-roll. They've got a THC topical, um, a CBD face oil, and it's all very Mm. luxury and beautiful, but I love them. They're very down to earth too. Mm -hmm. Like they're good people and the product is good. Okay. Yeah. So those would be, those would be my tops. Your tops. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever tried teas? I haven't tried teas, but I know that there's a few out there. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten into them just because I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I was like reading somewhere. You know, I feel like everybody's always trying to like just put out knowledge that sometimes doesn't really like mean anything. But I was True. reading somewhere that um, when it comes to the cannabis plant, like it's it's not supposed to be smoked. Mm. I forgot where I read that. I read that somewhere because yeah. they were saying that um it's something like when you smoke it you're kind of changing like the like the chemicals in it yeah that's true and as opposed to whereas if you're drinking it through a tea or there's like another way that you're supposed to get i can't really remember what it was um they were saying like you get more health benefits i think that's what it is you get Mm. more health benefits when you're drinking it as a tea as opposed to burning it because now you're changing the like components of it totally i could see that that's like i was like that's very interesting like obviously like i I wouldn't really like no but i was curious to like have if you ever like experienced that i haven't had teas but that totally makes a ton of sense because you're changing the chemistry of the plant so Mm -hmm. it makes sense that like different ways will hit you different ways yeah um even like with edibles the way that your edible or what your edible is is so important so we're used to like brownies and sugars and sweets and everything yeah because that's actually what will help get you higher the fastest um anything that has like a lot of fat um a lot of stuff that it can cling on to the properties of the cannabis plant can cling on to so that it's in your system a little longer Mm, it's floating around in there okay so like butters and things yeah um that's why we make or if you make a lot of edible stuff you make it in an oil or a butter not just because it's easy to cook with but also just because lasts a little longer in your system yeah so there's so many different ways to like try to keep the properties of the plant in your system the best way that you can Mm -hmm. so but no i haven't tried any teas ultimately (laughs) that's the answer the answer is no i haven't tried any teas (laughs) now is it better to cook with like weed oil or butter I think it's it's whatever you're into. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had all different ways. So okay. I've even I went to a dinner one time where they served us lobster, Yum. and the lobster was not infused, but the butter you dipped it in yeah. was. So you can really do whatever. Yeah, yeah. you can do anything. I like went to yeah. yeah I went to a dinner <laughs> that it was all infused butters mm-hmm. and things that like you dipped into. Um, mm-hmm. None of it. It was uh, like a vegan meat like dinner. And um, everything was like, oh, they had all these kind of butters and it was all infused. It was like the best high. Yes. And then the next day we were, we had to meet up with somebody to interview. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, guys, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm I'm so really high, high still. Still there. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm really high. Still and it floating. Was, yeah. And it was like the day before early too. It was, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. I feel like with food, it lingers a lot longer, like way longer yeah. than as opposed to like smoking it. Totally. And you have to up the milligrams or like the amount of tea THC that's in the stuff because unless you're microdosing, mm-hmm. um, if you're microdosing and you want people to stick or like if you want the meal to be around 20 milligrams, mm-hmm. which is like the happy high, like that's yeah. where you can still go out and live your life. Up. I mean, 
It all depends on your tolerance. Yeah. But I found that with a lot of the infused dinners, the healthier it is. So the more greens, the more... Um, like lighter foods, like if there's ever an, uh, an infused dinner and it's like a burger, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna feel good. Oh, I'm gonna I've feel never really weird. Yeah. But if it's like a s- infused salad or um, like the seafood yeah. infused or whatever, it's incredible. And so it goes, it, it's really interesting to think about how it pairs with the food that you're actually eating mm-hmm. and how that balances you out and how it will make you feel. Yeah. Because you can't just throw it in anything. Right. Yeah, when I no. see people throw it in their mac and cheese, oh. I'm like, Ooh. in theory, yeah, that does that's, sound that's great. It. Yeah, that sounds that's like it would like, be good. I, I could see getting sick. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I don't know how good I would feel after that. Right. But yeah. Everybody's got their thing, so no judgment, y'all. Yeah, if you like no your, shame, no shame. No shame. <laughs> you like your mac and cheese with a little right. weed, do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I would literally be at the table slumped. Oh, my God. Or you would just be eating more of the mac and yeah, cheese because you'll have the true. munchies. You're like, yo, what's wrong with her? <laughs> it's like, I'm hungry. Yes. Yeah. And I got the itis at the same time. Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. I always just get, yeah, I don't really get too hungry. But I get, you know, pretty tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't really get too, too hungry. And I think when I had the dinner, it was all healthy. It was like vegan, so mm-hmm. it was light. So it was like fine. But I never try. I've never tried it any other way. Yeah, like a <laughs> burger. Right? I've had a blend of both. I've had the unhealthy and uh-huh. then the the super health or not super healthy, but the healthier uh-huh. stuff. And yeah, when it's unhealthy, when it's like French fries and burgers, and you're like, yes, that sounds incredible. Yeah. And then you do it, and you're like, no, I do not yeah. feel good. Right. So it's really interesting. Yeah. The That's infused nice dinners are really interesting, just in general, like the whole concept of them yeah. and I've always gone where I don't know anyone else so That's being high did. around a bunch of strangers I'm just kind of like oh yeah am I being weird yeah. <laughs> I went it was all strangers I didn't know anybody there it was only me and my girlfriend and then we didn't know anyone there but they all somehow knew each other or had a friend mm-hmm. a mutual friend um, but it was really interesting because it was a great way to meet people yeah and then you just started talking about crazy things. Yep. And it just got deeper and deeper. And then we ended it with like a meditation <laughs> class. Whoa. It was really cool. It was a great experience. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You'll have to share with me like the platform. Yeah, I go, will. I will. Through. I don't know if they're doing it again. They, From what I know, they usually do it every 420 like okay. date. Like not on the date, but around the, around. the date. Um, but let me see. But I'll share it with you. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. It's really cool. You may know her. Her name is, what's her name? Antonia. She's from Irbanacura. Irbanacura. I don't think I know. Okay. I might, though. I'll have she, to go through. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Go through my account, who I follow. I know. Seriously. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, when did I follow you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doing yeah. that scroll. I know. Um, so, not like, yeah, with the whole concept of, like, CBD, it's being so, like, just, you just see it everywhere. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Like, like maybe share a little bit of your thoughts on that. Like, yeah. you know, obviously, you know, it is helpful because there's so many things you can learn from it. But mm-hmm. sometimes I'm sure, especially being in the industry, you're like, like, not again. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of seeing the real benefits behind it. Right. And the frustration behind seeing the people just bandwagoning because they think, oh, this it's will make cool. me a lot of money. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to the um, cafes and restaurants that are like 
buy your latte CBD infused. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you do it at home, you can dose it yourself. You know um, how many milligrams you're putting into the latte. Uh, you know what CBD you're using. But when you go to a restaurant or a cafe, you, yeah. you don't know. And you don't. Mm. And a lot of people don't know anything about CBD. So they mm. just see that it's this buzzword and they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll spend the extra eight bucks for you to drop three drops of CBD into my latte. Yeah. And then when they don't feel anything, they're like, oh, it doesn't work. CBD doesn't work. This was a waste of my time and money. Mm. Yeah. And you're just like, no, you just, you got it in your body the wrong way. Right. And you weren't able to control how you were dosed. Um, and you don't know what they were using. So there's also the possibility of places using snake oil, um, using the CBD brand that, well, not literally snake oil. <laughs> oh, I'm like, but, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Not literally snake oil, but that's what they call it. You when don't it's know like, anything. I'm like, halt up. They're like, what snake oil? <laughs> CBD? Where did we go? What <laughs> happened? Okay, get oil from this. <laughs> But that's what they say when it's like sleep, like you know, not the real thing. They call it a snake oil because okay. it's like a sleazy. Uh, like they could be putting anything in the CBD. Yeah, may not even be the actual plant. It could be like an olive anything. oil, and they're just like, look, CBD, and you're like, uh, maybe it well, is. Yeah, and people um, don't know. They're just like, oh, people cool. don't know. Yeah. And it's really up to these restaurants and cafes mm. to make sure that they're educating people. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, I remember there was a cat. There still is a cafe called Mamacha. It's on Bra- uh, what street is it on? Bowery. And I remember seeing there, they have a sign that says like CBD matcha here. Mm-hmm. But there's su- there was such a lack of education of what it was. Yeah. And I was talking to a coworker who had bought the CBD matcha and it was about 12 bucks. And originally their matchas are like five to six dollars. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So the up price was, she was like, it was so extreme. Um, and I remember I posted about it on my Instagram and somehow it got to the owner of the cafe mm-hmm. who responded to me in not the best way it definitely was a little petty where he responded he was like actually it's eleven dollars <laughs> okay dollar short yeah <laughs> and i was like Whoa. come on dude like you, right. you get what i'm trying to say i'm trying to say that it's annoying that you don't have any education about what cbd actually is you just are using it as a buzzword to make the extra buck right mm-hmm. um and if you actually think that it's something people need in their daily life you would share that information you wouldn't just be like CBD matches here. Yeah, you would be like CBD. What is it? Why do yeah. we the think benefits. you need it? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, I sent him another message, and he got back to me, and he was like, "Well, what would you like me to do?" And I was like, "Well, partner with whoever your CBD provider is, and host a workshop." Yeah. Educate people. Mm-hmm. Use your platform to not only sell the product, but also to be like here's the education behind what CBD is. Right. And they did. And I was like, thank you. That's amazing. That's awesome. Um, and so it's also up to us, the consumer, the other business owners, to hold each other accountable, to be like, when we see something that doesn't feel right, to not just keep going. Yeah. Because the bigger picture is we want legalization. We want everything on the right track. We want people to be healthy and happy. And it's like, when you see something, you ha- it's the MTA. You see something, yeah. you say, say something. something. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just let it rock. You have right. to, we're all on the same team. Yeah. And we just have to be giving feedback and supporting each other at mm-hmm. all times. And what are some ways that you think, I mean, this is like a, um, we can go into this forever, but maybe something like really 
try to keep it really short, but like, yeah. what are some ways that you think that we can help more mm -hmm. um, with, you know, especially I think like non people of color that yeah. can help in this industry and help in this community because mm -hmm. there's so many, you know, black and brown people arrested and going in, and in jail for the, about, you know, for this plan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I th in the short and sweet way is to support the small businesses mm -hmm. and to support the small organizations that are on the ground doing the necessary work. Mm -hmm. um, so where I work full time, I don't have time to go out and lobby, but what I can do is design a t-shirt where 100% of the proceeds go to Drug Policy Alliance. Um, or what I can do is continue to have that same energy and have a fundraiser once a month for organizations across the world, across the country that are actually getting into the real work mm -hmm. um, and devoting their time to ending the war on drugs. And also asking questions. I think what a lot of people get afraid of is they're afraid to seem like they're not educated. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to say, I don't know anything. Yeah. Who do I reach out to? And how, how can I help? Yeah. Because someone is already out there doing the work and they just need you to say, look, so-and-so's doing the work. Support them. Yeah. Um, and whatever your platform is, you can do that with right. your money, with um, sharing it with friends, posting it on Instagram, all of that. And I think a lot of non-people of color are starting to actually get into that in the sense of, like, you're doing the work. I'm not going to stop you from that or I'm not going to try to also do the work because mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I, I too can do the work. It's like, actually, I'll put your platform on a pedestal and help you get to where you need to go mm -hmm. um, and help other people support you. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like, yes. Yeah. Use the tools that are already there. Help the people that are already doing the damn thing. Right. And it'll grow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it creates a nice little community, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes beyond everything. Mm -hmm. Once we start just like working on the bigger picture and the bigger picture is knocking down the war on drugs and the racial injustice that's mm -hmm. in the industry right now. Absolutely. While there's like so many companies owned by rich white dudes that are just yeah. making a ton of money. And, and you don't even really know. <laughs> it's yeah. so crazy. Like the facts behind anything. I think, um, not Jonah Hill, but there's a Seth Rogen just mm -hmm. came out that he's starting his own cannabis company. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, dude, cool. And maybe on this, on your own time, you have been learning about the plant. You have been, you know, doing your thing. I just watched Pineapple Express. <laughs> <laughs> when? Yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, top of mind. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, maybe he doesn't. Maybe yeah. he's just hopping on the fact that he's like, I'm known as being the stoner dude. Yeah. Which, it's like, cool, but also use that platform uh -huh. to uplift the Drug Policy Alliance. Right. Yeah. Use it to uplift the um, day one equity and use it to ask people to talk to their representatives. Um, you can do both. You can make your money and you can also support the organizations doing the real shit. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm like, that's definitely, because I know, like, I have family that's, like, affected by that. So mm. I'm like, that's, de like, obviously it's a world that I would love to know more about. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's very interesting, but I do agree with you. I think, like, even for me, for someone that doesn't really know anything about it, I do hate, <laughs> I just, I feel like everybody's, like, opening up, like, 
something. Yeah, it's like yeah, like a Instagram, like a yeah. e-com or like you know. And something. it's like, why are you really opening it? Like, do you right. really yeah. do you really know what you're opening it for? Totally. Because yeah. there's so many other ones out there that, like you said, you could stand behind and like help promote and even work together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, do you really need to open up another one? Like, right. Totally. And it's crazy because, I mean, I have this conversation with so many friends where it's like, in the one year of my business, I'm not seeing a return of profit, and that's okay, and I will happily donate whatever I make to whatever organization because it's not about the shop becoming some big time store right it's like this is just a platform for the bigger conversation to help normalize it so that we can get into the deeper conversations so that every household's talking about the war on drugs again yeah and how it's actually not fucking cool right um and I think the collective and working together is starting. So a lot of smoke shops are actually having deeper conversations about it. It's super top of mind right now, which is very exciting. And I'm like, damn, like, if all of us created an equity program, like if every smoke shop that exists had an equity program to give back to organizations, we would change the world. Like, yeah, it, it would be incredible. These organizations would have so much money. Yes, yeah. that's true. It would be so incredible. That's true. So um, why don't um, you tell us before we go, you have an event coming up with Lululemon. Yes. So I was like, I, I have an event coming up. And I was looking up like, which one? Yes. So it is going to be this Thursday, which, I, yeah, this Thursday, I right? Think so. The 18th. The, yeah, this, the 18th. Yep. And you can find more details about it on my Instagram, shop underscore shop on Instagram. And basically, it's going to be a conversation about diversity and inclusion in the health and wellness industry, but under the umbrella of cannabis. So we're going to be talking about, well, basically everything we talked about today. Yeah. Like, how can we support organizations stopping the injustice that's going on? Um, What it's like to be a brown face in an industry that is surprisingly not very brown, even though it's something that so many brown people have lost their lives or right. their lives or families' lives are ruined because right. of. Um, and it's just going to be really awesome. So it's going to be at the Fifth Avenue Lululemon location. It's a partnership with Miss Grass, Lululemon, and it's going to be really incredible. Yeah. So everybody pull up. Yeah. <laughs> RSVP first, but also pull up. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Maya. Nice. Thank you. So yeah. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. I know. I'm like, I have to go do research now. Oh, there's so much out there. So much I out know. there. If y'all need like a follow-up email of links yes. to everything, <laughs> like, yes. yes, let me know. <laughs> yeah, we'll email you tonight. Yeah. That Oops. way we can also share yeah. with everybody that follows us. Yeah. Everybody can find all the things. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you so much for joining us again. This was so much fun. And guys, make sure to follow Maya on shop underscore Shaw. That's me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You'll find me there. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. You just listened to another episode of Girls We Know in partnership with Listening Party. The creators of Family FM follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Bye, y'all. Until next time.